Up next, I'll be speaking with Maria Kuznetsova about her debut novel, Oksana Behave. Hey, Maria, how's it going today? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Iowa City, Iowa, where I live. Oh, beautiful. I, I guess you're finally out of the winter there. Yes, at last, <laughs> as of like this week. <laughs> beautiful. That, that's great. Um, well, we're here to talk about your book, uh, your novel, Oksana Behave, um, mm -hmm. which is super exciting. And it's your first novel, right? Yes, it is. Um, how are you feeling about that? Um, I feel good that it's out there. I think I've been, you know, anticipating this for a long time and, um, yeah, a little anxious as well about what people think, uh, but it's kind of out of my hands. So I think that's been a little freeing actually. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. That's good. It's <laughs> a good feeling that good. Um, yeah. well, tell us a little bit about how this novel began, began for you. Um, yeah, it, it actually began as, um, like a series of vignettes I was writing, about different places that I had lived in my life because mm. I immigrated from Ukraine and then I kind of had a wacky childhood and lived all over the country. And so um, I was writing these little stories or vignettes that were set in different parts of the country. And then I realized like they should all just happen to one character and that it should be a book and not just these little things I was writing on the side while I thought I was writing other books. Um, so kind of uh, in the middle of graduate school, it hit me that I should make a project out of it. No, I think that's um, cool. Um, you know, starting yeah. from this nonfiction place, how did you mm -hmm. kind of go about distinguishing this character from yourself? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it was autobiographical in that each each chapter is, is inspired by something that happened to me, but I think um, the narrative around it was pretty made up, and the character, Oksana, um, is, I think, a little more crazy and rebellious and... Um, maybe less likable than not that I care about that, but than I am. So I think um, where I distinguished it was as she was growing up, I kind of tried to take her childhood self um, where she was always getting in trouble with authority and kind of to continue that into her, her adult self and to see where that would take the story, which made it diverge more and more from my own story as, as the book went on. Yeah. I think that's um, going to be fun for you to kind of experiment. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things I got from reading this, as well as I've mm -hmm. seen other people note, is the um, use of voice and this kind of like really sharpness, quippiness that you add to it and the humor that kind of comes with that. Um, how did you kind of hone the voice for this novel and how would you describe it? Yeah, I think, how would I describe it? I mean, I want it to be kind of really sharp. And um, to sound really idiosyncratic, like I didn't want the characters in this book to sound like other immigrant characters or just other characters in any book. So the dialogue was key for me and yeah. um, was kind of tuning into each like each uh, person in Oksana's family kind of has their own refrains, whether it's, it's the mom saying like, dearest God, I don't believe in or the grandma calling her a little idiot. Um, so I wanted them all to have kind of like their little bits that they kept doing while throwing in new dialogue to give them more dimension. But I was definitely kind of um, trying to tune into their, their unique stations and figure out exactly um, the kind of things that each character was, was interested in saying. Um, yeah. And, and with honing the voice, I think for me, I tend to, my process is uh, like overwriting. I write a lot more um, than I end up keeping. So uh, it was just kind of finding all the moments that weren't, weren't as sharp as, as they could have been and really, really paring the book down to uh, what I found was essential. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, what was the, the first thing that you ever wrote that you were proud of? 
first thing I ever wrote that I was proud of. Oh, gosh. Um, no one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, first thing. I think the first thing that I felt like, oh, I might know what I'm doing maybe um, was if uh, maybe five or six years ago I wrote a story about a girl who um, – whose family had to evacuate Kiev after the Chernobyl disaster. Mm. And uh, this is actually part of a, a novel I ended up not, you know, it, it didn't go anywhere. But I was really proud of that first chapter of the book. I felt like it was, I had kind of figured out how to start a book. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and it was also sort of historical and based on my own family's experience because we ourselves had evacuated um, from Kiev uh, two weeks after I was born uh, because of Chernobyl. So I wasn't like around to remember it, but I... Um, it was my first time doing kind of historical research in that way. And so that also excited me. And, um, yeah, I felt like I had kind of figured out a little bit how to start a story. So that felt good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, when did your, your family immigrate over? How, how old were you? I was uh, almost six years old. It was in 1991. Interesting. So it was, um, yeah, just after the Soviet Union collapsed. Um, what was it like for you to kind of dig back into that history, not just of, you know, yourself and kind of experience that, but like you also have these, these characters as a part of this family. Um, did you have a lot of questions for your parents and grandparents? Not so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, only, only maybe in the, when I was revising, just asking where different landmarks were, or I asked them about, um, cause the prologue of the book I added kind of last. So I asked my parents about like, what was the climbing key actually like when we left and, um, that was something I obviously did not remember. Um, the only thing I remembered that right before we left, my, a McDonald's opened up in Moscow, and my dad and I went to the McDonald's. So that was all I <laughs> had to work with. So that didn't make it into the book. But um, so yeah, I asked them a lot about that to kind of set the tone for the book. And but yeah, not not so much really. Not for this one, no. Um, I kind of just went from memory and made the rest up. Hey, not a bad thing. <laughs> with with a few, yeah, with a few exceptions, like when it got into the Ducal Cross trial and um, 9-11, when there were historical things that came up, then I, you know, did my research. But for the most part, no. it was kind of free-flowing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, you know, be, being a fiction writer and, you know, working in this vein, um, what about uh, novels and just storytelling in general? What, what excites you about that? Um, what is, I mean, I guess everything yeah. I've just, you know, I've always, <laughs> since I, since I came to America, I kind of, you know, learned in my mind, American culture by reading books. So I think just, um, before I really knew how to be in the world in this country. Um, so I just, you know, love, love hearing a different person's voice and, and feeling less alone because of it and feeling like I'm experiencing someone's life completely different from, from what, what I went through, but still feeling the human connection. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah, a solid answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a book kind of, or what, what fiction book has been most influential f towards your own writing? Yeah. If I, if I had to say one book, it's hard. Can I say more than one? You can say more than one. We'll accept <laughs> um, it. Yeah, so I really, um, yeah, Sergei Devlasov is a kind of Soviet-era writer from St. Petersburg, or then Leningrad, who came to the States and um, uh, wrote a bunch of these, like, 
beautiful, hilarious, sharp, devastating vignettes about, um, you know, his family, Soviet history in a book called Ours and um, being a tour guide at Pushkin's estate called Pushkin Hills and um, The Suitcase, a book about his his immigration and the items he accumulated over the years uh, that he took to America with him. So he's kind of my um, platonic ideal and like a sentence level, like every sentence of his writing is a zinger. And I like, he's like a stand-up comedian almost. And um, I strive toward that. It's, it's basically impossible, but I, you know, it's something I would love to do one day. Um, so yeah, so just, I guess that writer in his books. And then um, yeah, Melissa Banks, The Girl's Guide to Hunting and Fishing. I just love that book so much. I'm uh, going to teach the first story from it tonight. But it's, um, yeah, it's just a book that's about the coming of age of a um, a woman starting in the eighth grade until her adulthood years. And it's uh, really hilarious and really devastating. And I just, I love that book a oh, lot. That's <laughs> fantastic. Um, so you're doing yeah. some teaching at the University of Iowa as well? Uh, no, actually, right now I'm teaching for Catapult. It's like a online uh, oh, okay yeah class yeah but what's that experience like is that is that cool uh, i hope so i'm starting today so. oh wow okay so you have <laughs> so, to report yeah. back then okay i'll have to report back but i think it's going to be very cool um i i haven't taught in a little while because i had a baby over the summer so i'm kind of excited to get back into it for sure oh i think that that's lovely what, what's your class <laughs> going to uh what's your class going to be about what's kind of the, yeah, the topic it is called The Magic of the Young Narrator, and um, I'm focusing on narrators uh, who are, you know, teens, preteens, kind of just um, writing from the point of view of younger characters and what it can do. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, one thing you kind of brought up before was humor and and I, that's mm -hmm. something that appears quite frequently throughout the novel um <laughs> what is your kind of way of balancing humor in a narrative like you know what's the editing process for making sure like a joke or a comedic sequence lands yeah i think i again like i have uh, you know five jokes for everyone that lands so <laughs> i think a lot a lot of it kind of came about as i was revising the book and working on it and reading it out loud because i would you know read it out loud and then see oh, I don't want to read that because that's not that funny. It's not going to get laughs. I need something better, you know? So I think um, just the, and it kind of, that kind of mimics the process of having, you know, real, re real readers in the future. So uh, I think just kind of envisioning my voice or my, my work performed helped me see which parts should really stay and which parts shouldn't. And even as I'm going, you know, around um, for my, you know, traveling to different parts of the country for my book and reading out loud from it, then there, there are moments where I'm like, oh, I should have cut that. That's not, <laughs> I should have ended with that, that line. That one's a lot funnier than the three that came after it. You know, so I think it's, it's an ongoing process, but um, I definitely had to be pretty ruthless in revising it. Cause there were a lot of parts where I thought, um, yeah, where, where I could really pare it down and, and, and that it, it would become funnier by what is left out. Yeah, no, um, I can see that. I think that that's, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> well, to kind of wrap us up, Maria, I'm wondering, sure. um, what are you reading right now? And also what's on the horizon for you? Yeah, what am I reading? Um, so I am reading um, a book called Life and Fate, uh, and it is like a Soviet classic of World War II, and it's 900 pages, and it spans um, all kinds of different families caught up in the war in different ways. And I'm working on a novel set in World War II um, uh, in the Ural Mountains outside of Kiev, loosely based on my grandmother's experiences. So um, I'm kind of trying to read, you know, read as many uh, books about that as I can, as I, as I dig in further into my own book. 
Wow, that's an undertaking. Um, yeah, but it's been fun. Oh, <laughs> it's been nice to uh, take a break from my own life and to think about, even though World War II in, in Soviet Russia is the most uh, fun thing to think about, uh, it has kind of been a breath of fresh air in a way. Good. Well, Maria, thanks so much for spending some time with us. I really appreciate it. Of course. And thank you for having me. That was writer Maria Kuznetsova, author of Oksana Behave.